Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, Hi, this is Rocky Patel. This is Armand the Sun. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This <laughs> is the Cigar Authority. <laughs> the authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. <laughs> in. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails. And I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You know, you're, you're funny. David Garofalo. I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown? I amuse you? What the f*** is so funny about me? Tell me. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it. Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. Very stunned. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. You thought I was going to say son of a bitch, didn't you? And Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old, and I live in a van down by the river. It's time to light them up. (laughs) It's time for the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. December 20th, 2014. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really the 18th, but... We're broadcasting from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And today, we're going to tape it on a Thursday night because, frankly, we are too busy today on Saturday, the last Saturday before Christmas, the last shopping big Saturday. So uh, Merry Christmas to you, Happy Holidays, or whatever it is. But joining us today will be George Padron, president of Padron Cigars, who is celebrating right now their 50th anniversary in the Cigar, that's huge. That's right. Uh, and we are celebrating along with them. We're going to smoke some great cigars and also celebrating as Old Fat Freddy, Gentleman Chuck Morrison, Bad News Barry, and this guy beside me, Mr. Jonathan. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Oh, yeah. You're listening to the Cigar <laughs> Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. This week, we are at high atop the worldwide headquarters, not of Tortuga Cigars anymore. But we're back to Two Guys Smoke Shop, Salem, New Hampshire. And we're the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist and demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or taped. uh, Or you catch the podcast on demand at any time. You simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set it and forget it on both. And we have George Padron here today uh, via 
whatever it is, somehow uh, we're going to end Some up sort of magical thing magic. that Chuckles has over there in his computer. But there's a lot going on in the cigar industry, so we got a lot to talk about. We actually might go over today. This might not be enough time to get this all in. So if we do, it's a little gift from us to you to say Merry Christmas. And if you happen to be listening on the actual terrestrial radio, yeah. We're sorry, you might miss some things, but you know what? Catch it again on the podcast. That's it. So uh, I'm going to pass these cigars down. We are going to smoke the Padron 50 today, and we couldn't make a decision whether to smoke the Natural or Maduro. Why decide? We choose both. That's so we're right. going to start with the Natural. In the first hour, we're going to go on to the Maduro. In the second hour, then we're going to make a decision which one is better. They're both great. They both made Cigar Aficionado's top 10 list. But um, did they both make it? Or I think it was the Maduro that was listed. Maduro was listed? Four men smoking two, two cigars, cigars at the same, same time. At least it was uh, based upon the picture of the Maduro. So we will uh, we'll smoke both of them anyway. We'll figure out what the real answer is. Uh, we're going to pick apart a little of Cigar Aficionado's Top Ten. We're going to tell you about uh, uh, Cuba, what's going on in Cuba. We're going to talk about the Padron uh, 50 years in business. Have George Padron on and tell us about what the future holds for them and um, what they have coming out. This is two of the 50th anniversary cigars, but there's a third one coming. We'll find out all about that and why uh, we don't have it yet <laughs> and uh, yeah. when we should have it and uh, what the story is behind it and why it's different from the ones we're having uh, right now. So right now, let's give our Padron 50th anniversary a cut. It's time to cut our cigars. The official cutting is brought to you this week and every week by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Are you sure they didn't snap out the uh, federal S-chip tax? They no, cut it they out? they cut it out. Okay. Because how else could we fit this into this segment of the show without actually cutting the federal S chip tax and Cut actually it. lower them. And they actually lowered it. And we're <clears> going <throat> to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Slider. Yes. This is a $29.99 fold-out bullet cutter, triple jet, dual action lighter. You just push down and the lid Boom. opens up, meaning dual action. Uh, this is a full metal jacket. This looks like a... Uh, Great movie, know, by the way. Yes. Uh, like it would be a $100 lighter. If you're looking for a gift at Christmas, it's not too late. Stop by your favorite brick-and-mortar store and try a Vertigo slider. Uh, and you'll see why. They'll think you spent $100 on them, and you really only spent $29.99. And then you get the rest of the money to buy for yourself. Buy some nice cigars like Padron 50s. So the Padron 50th is part of the Family Reserve line. Um, it's a Nicaraguan Puro. Which is an extension of the 1964 line. That is correct. And it, uh, natural wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, Nicaraguan fillers. I think it's five and a half by 54, if memory serves me correct. And uh, retail price before taxes, but in tax-free New Hampshire, is $25. That's correct. $25 for the 50th. It's like half price, Right. And on my initial notes, I'm getting... Right again, sir. I'm getting Chinese peapods. You have never eaten a Chinese peapod in your life. You would have to, you would have to batter it, deep fry it, and pour chocolate sauce on it before you would know what a Chinese peapod tastes like. Wow. 
I'm uh, just saying. So I'm brutal. digressing from that one, Barry. <laughs> uh, I believe that you've eaten a Chinese peapot or two in it, your day, yeah, my friend. Yeah, it must have got stuck in something because <laughs> he ain't ordering it. I'll tell you that. I've been through a lot of orders of, of meals, and and uh, anything green has never uh, never come to mind. Yeah, you guys skip over the broccoli section. Yes, broccoli, broccoli. So, Cigar Aficionado comes out today with their number one cigar of the year, their top ten. Uh, we're going to go through one through nine right now, ten through nine. And uh, we're going to see what the number one, one is, is uh, for uh, later on. But um, what do we have here? Number 10. What number 10? Let's look. Let's look. Because last week, you know, we went on and we said uh, we are going to figure out who knows how Cigar Aficionado thinks. Not what we think is the best choice, but what Cigar Aficionado thinks. And uh, I was very surprised at number 10. Which is the A. Flores Series Provada 1975. Yes, I was surprised, but Barry Stein was not. Barry Stein had that in his top 10, is what he guessed, as did Chuck Morris. I had it at number 7. You did, and Barry had it at I'm num- sorry, yeah, he had 7, I had 8. You had 8, right. Yeah. Um, so, both wrong, by the way. It's number 10. It's all right. They go out in the top 10. They get an, they get a point just for having it in there. Um, great cigar. I thought too small of a manufacturer that they would put in. So uh, I left it out of my group. But uh, you guys get a point each for that one. Moving on to number nine. What do we see here? We have the Monte Cristo. Uh, one of the Monte Cristos, the Monte. The Monte by Monte. Okay. And, and that is a... Dominican Monte Cristo. That is correct. Okay, uh, because Mr. Jonathan had Monte Cristo Cuban, which is not the same product at all. I feel like I should get three quarters of a point for that because I, you got Monte, Monte Cristo. I got the Monte Cristo part. <laughs> Nothing. No? Nothing. I award you no points. May God have mercy on my soul. I got it. Absolutely. <laughs> um, number eight was the Ashen ESG, Estate Sun Grown. All right, so here is where I'm giving a half a point. To Mr. Jonathan, because he Thank said, you. He said the VSG, ESG, I, VSG, tomato, tomato. Same friggin' thing. It's basically the same. I'm going to give you a half a point just for doing that. Uh, that's under protest, by the way. I feel like I really should get, again, three quarters of a point, but I will take the half a point. Thank you. Now, I'm going to go as far as to say, uh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold off beating it up until the next hour. Yeah, Rudy would prefer that. I know he doesn't like it, but he I wanna, already the whining has started from him on Facebook about the whining that we're going to do about this list. It's going to be very light this year because it hasn't been awful. Um, there's a lot of things I like about this list. I got to oh, tell you, there's right. a lot of things I like, especially number seven. Number seven is the Padrone Family Reserve 50 year. It which, looks like the natural to me. Well, on the top, but the curvature of the picture, it's dark, which looks like the Maduro. But we're going to say both cigars were good enough to be at number seven or higher. <clears throat> I don't think it listed natural Maduro on the actual okay. list list. Okay, I so wrong. let's see who had that. Barry did not. Mr. Jonathan had it as his number one, which, um, and it was not number one, but you do get a point for that. Um, Chuck had it as number three. It was number seven. Um, Victor Vitali had it as number three. It was number seven, and I had it as number one. It becomes number seven. So uh, we all had it except for Barry. Um, Barry. But 
Barry did have a Padron in there, but he had the Padron 1000 series. Why don't you give Barry half a point? I give him a half a point. Thank um, you, Jonathan. You're welcome, my friend. But the problem is that I really thought it would be the Padron 50 because the first Padron to win was the first time Cigar Aficionado ever did their best cigars of the year, which was 10 years ago, and it was the Padron 40. Mm. And I said, okay, this is a slam dunk. It's the Padron 50. They're in the top 10. They have been in the top 10 every single year. Most consistent cigar going, consistently getting in the top every single time. I think it deserves more, but it's in there, and I think they did a good job with that. Number six is the Arturo Fuente Opus X. Oh. Always in. Another one that is probably always in. You think they're always in the top 10? I don't remember them not being. Um uh who got some points for that barry did not mr jonathan did not um chuck nope chuck did not victor got one he gets a half a point he said opus x angel share he specified and it wasn't that but big mistake on we'll, his part we'll give him a half a point <laughs> and uh david did get it another point for me congratulations sir well deserved <clears throat> if you ask me so moving on to number five is the Rocky Patel Royale. Rocky Patel Royale. I want to first premise this by saying, I, 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 I invented it. Ricky okay. Martin. I invented it. Uh, I actually invented that cigar. Come on. Yeah. And uh, for some reason or another, it never it was supposed to be just for us. It never worked out that way, and it made it through. Problems happened with, uh, not with, uh, on my end, on their end, that went to the wrong place and something happened and blah, 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 whatever story it was. What? But I invented that. <clears throat> Rocky Patel Royal. Wow. Uh, or Royale, the, as they say in France. That's only in France. Well, that would be the quarter pounder <laughs> with cheese. Royale with cheese. <laughs> and everybody knows that. So uh, moving on to number four is the Hoya de Monterey Epicure Especial from the island nation of Cuba. And that is the only Cuban cigar in the top 10. Wow. Very surprising. They, Very. They've always had at least two, usually three. Um, and this is the first time they actually only had one. So that's a lot of uh, um, thumbs up to all the uh, hardworking manufacturers out there from Dominican Republic, Honduras, and Nicaragua that all showed up on this list. So um, maybe they're listening. Hoy de Monterey as a Cuban cigar. Uh, we only have one of our fine gentlemen picking that, and that would be Chuck Morrison. Look at you go, Chuck. Chuck Morrison gets another point. What a stud. Chuck Morrison's already three in. Um, okay, we move on to number three, which is the Fume de Amor. Okay, this is a Legion. Uh, a Legion, not from Barry. A Legion, not from Mr. Jonathan. And, of course, uh, no, Chuck. Chuck guys. gets it. Chuck picked it as his number one. It becomes number three, Chuck Morrison. Good job. And um, Victor Vitale does not pick it. And point got, for Dave. You got it. Point for All Dave. All right. So uh, right now we're at a tie, me and Chuck, three to three. And uh, three, four. No, Chuck's got four. Chuck's got four. Four and a half. Five. Chuck's at five because he got a Rocky Patel half point and a Joe Fuente half point. 
five to three to one and a half points for Barry and Mr. Jonathan at two. And what do we have for Victor? He's got two, one and a half points for Victor. All right. Wow. One and a half points for Victor. Um, and we have uh, cigar number two, which is the EP Caillo La Historia. Uh, big surprise for me. Big surprise. I'm happy for Ernie. He can use the help. It's great to see him there. It's great to see uh, um, also Elysion and the smaller companies that can certainly use the help. Um, um, I was just surprised at it. I'm happy to see it. And uh, none of us got it at all. None of us had it in there. I will, I will say it has probably one of the most colorful bands of the year. There we go. Mm. And that gets you no points either. <laughs> <laughs> so my question on uh, to you guys is predictions. Do you feel that having number two for Ernie, and we haven't got to number one yet, but yeah. having number two for Ernie is going to have the same success as being number two was for Aging Room? Hmm. Hopefully. Hopefully it ends up helping him because it certainly helped aging room. Uh, I think it brings attention to I'll him. be the bad guy. It brings attention, but I don't think it nearly helps him as much as it did with aging room. Doesn't it, it depend on what number one is? It depends on what number one is. I would say the majority of our listeners know what number one at this point is, but I don't think it's going to carry the same weight that aging room well, got we, last year. We so, know it's not a Cuban, so it's right. not number one in the free world. Okay. So that's what we have there. So uh, going back... Uh, uh, for the years, uh, last year we had a Cuban as number one, and um, and number three, right? Yeah, number three. Yes, mm -hmm. yeah. This year only one Cuban in the top ten. Tomorrow comes out with the the rest of the list. I don't know if the rest of the list even means anything. Yeah, you know, we're wondering if number two means anything, but uh, yeah. yeah, number twelve doesn't mean anything, right? right? Do you think the the public outcry last year about a Cuban being one in three might have affected the way things went this year? That they learned their lesson. I think that Cigar Aficionado is so out of touch with, with what's going on in the, the real cigar world, not the one they write about, but the real cigar world, that they have no idea that anyone even complained or that anyone was bothered by it. They just live their life in their tunnel vision, and they do what they're going to do, and that's it. Don't hold back. Tell us how you really I'm just feel. letting you know. I have a different opinion. All right, Charles. They have been listening to the Cigar Authority. Okay. Who's the who's the guy that you and I had a conversation about that listens that we were blown away by? Frank was Herrera. it Rush? Rush Limbaugh. Rush awesome. Limbaugh almost directly quoted you know who over here. Rush Limbaugh. Yeah? Yes. What was the quote? What was it about? Keep the hand out of your mouth? No, it had something to do with regarding the um, recent murders oh, yes, in New murder. York and Ferguson. Where, how they were they tied to tobacco. Wow. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. It was just a couple of lines in there that I'm like, wow. I mean, the wording was scarily similar. Yeah. yeah. Well, hi, Rush. Hi, Rush. Yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a listener. We know he is. And we listen to you, too. Totally out of left field. Yeah. But do you guys remember an old TV show on PBS called Magic Garden? No. I remember reading Rainbow. Okay. Now, there, so and there was this thing garden. where they used to pick jo jokes out of, and it was called the Chuckle Patch. Oh, God. But that's where chucks come from. They come from the Chuckle Patch. Chuckle <laughs> Patch. All right. So maybe we can rip that off and do something. <laughs> with it. You know what I would like to do right now is we're going to have our guest on in, in 10 minutes or less. I want to get this over with. I don't want him to. Yeah, tune you don't want him to listen to this. Part. I don't even want him tuning in, okay? Because he's going to think less of me. But it's really not me. It's this guy next to me writing this stuff. So right now it's take a time to take a peek into the aging room. 
and in the aging room is Old Fat Freddy. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, if you mention someone's derriere, you could be in for a lawsuit. In my day, derriere was all the air up and including 10 miles downwind from the dairy farm. Nowadays, asking someone if Big Nose is running their family will likely set them up for years of therapy and plastic surgery. In my day, if Big Noses ran, we got big handkerchiefs and blew them. Nowadays, when you ship packages, they get sniffed by dogs, inspected by number two, and sometimes exposed to ultraviolet lighting. In my day, people knew to leave your package alone. We were Big Nose men with unsniffed packages who didn't mind a little derriere. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like aging room cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try Aging Room Cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged. Some are not. Hey, I've got nipples, Mr. J. Can you milk me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not was... bad. Best one to date. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, that was kind well, of... <laughs> actually, Chuck played them out of order. I sent them to a listed one, two. That was because one. I don't know if that was. <clears throat> that was labeled one. Was it? Yeah. It's all right. It's good. That's why I played it first. I was thinking maybe a, I don't know. We haven't formal maybe, guests on today. I appreciate it. Maybe so, I, uh, maybe I mislabeled them on my end. <laughs> Correct, sir. <laughs> I don't think you would do something like, like that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even you can't say, even it, say it. Face. You can't even try not try not <laughs> inhaling your cigar while some, you're uh, for some reason Barry while you're been, kissing ass. Yeah, it's been, been very gentlemanlike, and something's going on here. And I'm not like Barry is turning over a new leaf. Yeah. It appears it's oh. not even the first of the year, and something's being. Both you guys are playing nice with each other. I don't know what's going on. Not sure either. Uh, we're gonna I, have George Padrona. Go ahead, go ahead. I have I have a flavor for you guys. Uh, you guys have all eaten Butterfinger candy bars. Am I wrong? Never. <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay. Never. It's all so about the healthy things. Imagine, <laughs> imagine if Butterfinger was made from a dark roasted peanut butter. Now take a pull on your cigar and tell me if. I definitely got the peanuts. Nailed it. <laughs> <sighs> I like it better though, all of a sudden, because it <laughs> right? tastes, tastes like a candy bar. Yeah, it's got a little chocolatey. It's a butterfinger candy bar. Deep roasted. Yeah, it's good. And what is the darker version of this, the Maduro version, going to be? I can't wait. But Padron is doing it. There's no doubt about it. They've been doing it for 50 years. Um, the past, I would say, I've, I've been a customer for oh, maybe 25 years of it. And uh, I remember the first trade show, going to trade show. They were set up on a little table. It was so unassuming that their boxes were there, and and uh, they were standing behind it. And uh, you go up and you fill out the little piece of paper of what you wanted to order. The cigar took off. Boom! It was going like crazy. And it just never stopped. Here's a company with no sales force, very little advertising, promotion, or anything that goes along with it. The company was built on a simple, simple thing the product itself that's yeah. it and it speaks for itself 
I'll tell you this. Yeah. Uh, as a buyer, I end up having to order that thing every two weeks, and everything else is on a thirty-day cycle. Yeah. I cannot keep it in stock. It fast continues enough. to grow. It's oh. ridiculous. Never mind the cigar boom. It continues to grow after that, and it's going to continue to grow in the future. Uh, they have they have it down, and it's tried to be copied by many manufacturers before. It has never been copied. It's never been duplicated, and it's so simple of let the cigar stand for itself, period, that's it. Um, the problem that happens is people end up rushing. When they, when they end up getting popular, they rush it out because now it's chasing money. This has been slow and steady. Let slow me and tell steady you, wins they the are in no rush. Yeah. You know it, huh? Oh, my God. It was, it was no problem getting a hold of them during this week to make sure this was happening. I mean, they were readily available at all times <laughs> well I'll, I'll tell you <laughs> yeah. george returned my phone call 30 seconds later yeah. so i don't know yeah. what's going on with anybody else all right let's go to break so we can bring them on when we come back he is the president of padrone cigars uh son of the founder they are the real family business uh if you if you go into their um into their factory if you go into their offices down in miami everybody seems to have the same name padrone arguably the most consistent cigar brand in the land. How do they do it? Why is it that way? We'll ask George Padron when we return. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try our 15th anniversary cigar. This cigar is made at our factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Rich Habano wrapper from Ecuador, Nicaraguan fillers from our farms in Condega, Esteli, and Jalapa. This cigar delivers a lot of flavor, richness, body, and some spice. I promise you, if you've never tried the 15th anniversary, it's going to deliver all the flavor you ever want in a great, rich cigar. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Attic Out. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. She's a brick. <laughs> what about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? <laughs> Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! <laughs> Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? So. I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh, yeah. So smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say 
It's Lagiana Havana. Oh, yeah. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Can they see me here? And you guys are listening to the Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. We have no nonsense right here. Right now, we have the president of what we believe is the most successful cigar brand of the past 50 years, which is perfect because that's how long they've been in business. Celebrating 50 years since 1964, the president of Padron Cigars, George Padron. Welcome, George. Hey, Dave. How are you? Very good, very good. Thank you for coming on. Uh, first off, how's Dad? Speaking of uh, Jose Orlando Padron. Dad's doing pretty well. He's, um, we're still here in the office. We're just finishing up uh, today's uh, work day. And uh, my dad hasn't left yet. He's going to come and say hello pretty soon to you. Beautiful, beautiful. So uh, 88 still? Yeah, he'll be 89 in June. 89 in June and still goes to work every day. I've, I've seen him... Uh, uh, in the tobacco fields, in the factory, um, you know, there's something that uh, the family's got to be proud of and something to aspire to be. Uh, it was September 8, 1964, when your dad started uh, opening a tiny little cigar factory in uh, Little Havana, Miami, across the street from where you guys are right now. Um, did you even dream, did he even dream of the success the company has uh, taken over these years? I mean, I don't think, uh, you know, he had a dream that we would get to where we are today. I mean, he always obviously focused on quality cigars, and, you know, I think he believed that if he produced quality cigars, the company would grow and be successful. You build but obviously, yeah. but obvi obviously, you know, things have worked out really, really well, and he's, you know, we've been able to build a good business, and the family's still involved, and, you know, he's he's around to enjoy it and to see the, the growth and to see, you know, everyone enjoying his cigars, and it's a great thing. Well, I'll tell you, um, uh, while visiting your factory down in Nicaragua a few years ago, you were nice enough to have us down. Uh, I couldn't help but notice the pictures on the walls uh, of the factory, in the factory. Uh, and what surprised me, it, it wasn't uh, pictures of awards and celebrations and things. It was actually just the opposite. It was of uh, tragedies and, and uh, you know, the, the tough times you had uh, uh, building that company. Why, why do you show that type of thing? Well, I think, you know, it's important that people understand, you know, what what it's taken to get to where we are today. Um, you know, we, we show that proudly because those are, you know, that's part of history. And, uh, you know, it's it's formed who Padron is today and, and what we are and what we stand for. So, you know, it's important that people see that it, that it always hasn't been easy. There's been a lot of, not a hardship and a huge commitment and sacrifice to, to get to where we are. I won't say so. I mean, it's amazing because everybody thinks uh, the easy road to success is something, but uh, 1970 begins uh, making cigars out of Nicaragua and not even uh, the Padron factory at that point. It was called something different. What was it? What was the original factory? Well, the, the factory in Nicaragua has always been called Tabacos Cubanica, uh, oh. and that still is the name today. You know, we obviously all of the cigars that we produce, we make in, in that factory and we export here to you know to the US where we distribute out of Miami 
At, at one point, we also had a factory in Honduras, which we ended up closing in 2007, and mainly because of the you know the problems of shipping tobacco to Honduras, it was a very you know logistical nightmare was what it was. So we basically shut down the factory and shifted all that production to Nicaragua. Where you are now, but but Nicaragua, you you had to leave there for quite a while. A civil war breaks out in Nicaragua in '78, and uh, you guys are gone. Look who's here! Look who's here! Okay. <laughs> Javi, saluda. Hello. Hello, hello. How are you? Very good. Happy anniversary to you. Thank you. Thank to you. Ah, congratulations. We're smoking number 50 right now. He wants to know what you think of the cigar. Love, love it so far. We're doing the natural in this hour. We'll smoke the Maduro. And the, the problem always with Padron cigars is which one do we like best? The natural or the Maduro. Not if we like them, which one we like best. But they are both bueno. Okay, dice que, que ahora se están fumando un natural, pero que después se van a fumar el Maduro. Pero que con el problema, el problema con Padrón es que determina cuál es, cuál es mejor, porque todos son buenos. Thank you. Very good. I, I, hey, wait, I got one more person that wants to say hello to you. Okay. Hello, Dave. I, I can't see, but is that Orlando? Yes, Orlando. how are you? Hello, very good, very good. The whole family is there. We are on it. We are, the whole family Deeply comes honored. in. We are not worried. Hey, you have a three-in-one here. You thought it was going to be an interview with one, but you got three of us. That's awesome. Oh, my goodness, my goodness. So this is how it is there, folks, that are listening on. We have a real family business, and they really go to work every day, all of them. Wonderful, wonderful. And, uh, you know, what do you say to people that say, um, you know, you should never go into business with your family or friends? That is your whole business. You've got to, despite everything uh, people say, I mean, this is how you made your living. Well, it, I mean, it's it's always it's always good to have family in the business. You know, the important thing is that, like, my, like we've always said, there has to be one chief and a lot of Indians. If, as long as you don't have more Indians than chiefs, you know, that or more chiefs than Indians, that's... That's where it becomes a problem. And I know uh, Don Jose is the chief because there's no my own eyes. <laughs> there's no question about that. You know, he's here. He was here this today before I was. Put it that way. I know. Here. So you know, he's still obviously very involved, and he you know he 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 takes a lot of pride in, in in making sure that everything happens. And now you know we're starting to ship the 50th anniversary humidor, and he wants to be on top of that and looking at who's getting what and. So it's really interesting. It's, it's it's a great thing. It's wonderful. Oh my goodness! Fifty more. I hope at least fifty more for you guys. Uh, just just wonderful what you've accomplished. Uh, and and I, I you know as I'm breaking down and going through the years, I see you know so many tough things of the of the uh, embargo into uh, Nicaragua where you guys had to leave uh, and start all over again, and then you rebuild. Uh, what happens after that is bombings that end up happening to your cigar factory. Most companies would actually quit at that point, I mean, but you guys rush off and you continue again after countless problems that end up happening. It's, it's uh, really a testament to what happens. Well, like, like I've always said to people that, you know, my dad has done all the hard work and our job is to not screw it up. You know, yeah. all of these things that you're talking about are things that happened, you know, before I came to work in this company, but... You know, they're all, like I said before, they're all things that have shaped the company and shaped my father and uh, and have shaped, you know, who, how we approach things. 
you know, the whole issue with the bombings were issues that happened, you know, many years ago, but that had nothing to do with the business more, <coughs> more than anything. It was uh, for political reasons. Right. Because of some, you know, other for other circumstances that we can get into that if you'd like, but you know, it's a long story. But anyway, it, it happened not because of anything to do with cigars. Right. Right. So no. I mean, the other issues like the embargo, those are things that are out of our control. Uh, you know, the U.S. government places an embargo on Nicaragua, and we're basically hung out to dry, where we can't produce cigars in Nicaragua anymore, and we can't access our tobacco. But you know, I always tell people that 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 was a, a big, that was an important step in our in our in, in this company's um, history because when the embargo came into play in 2000 in 1995 uh, or I'm sorry 1985 you know my dad was producing six and a half million cigars a, or six million cigars a year F between 1985 and 1990 because of the fact that he couldn't uh, get tobacco from Nicaragua he made the decision to lower his production to the point where you know he would only be you know use what he had and from in five years, he went from six million to a little bit over one million cigars a year, and that was a huge sacrifice financially, but it was an important one because it, it helped us maintain the customers. You know, even though we were selling less cigars, but at least the ones that we sold, people you know felt that we weren't selling them out, and they were getting the quality product that they were expecting. Long-term play. That was a long-term play that certainly paid off because uh, most people will rush. Uh, rush to market uh, their product because they need to eat or whatever, but you sacrifice and suffer through the bad times to uh, prosper for you and your family. Well, let's let's face it. The the consumer does not buy your story. They don't buy your struggle. They don't buy into the fact that you're making the money. They buy into the quality of the product. And if you can maintain the quality of the product, even if it's during the time, you can maintain that customer long term. And you know what? They would rather have fewer padrones than a padrone that's not a padrone. Absolutely. Absolutely true. One of the things that ended up happening in the late 90s, and uh, we saw that as a retailer ourselves, was all of a sudden uh, it wasn't counterfeit um, Cuban cigars anymore. There were counterfeit padrone cigars that were out there. People were attaching uh, uh, fake bands on other people's products and doing it. Uh, how did you uh, end up stopping that? Well, we, um, you know, obviously, as you mentioned, there there were problems that came up in those years, and uh, you know, we basically had to figure out ways to to fight it, and be as well as you know, commercially in the sense of how we package our products. Um, you know, in some cases, we were able to go after the people legally, you know, with um, you know, search warrants and arrests and all that. That took place. But we also changed a lot, you know, some of the unique features of our products to to make it more difficult for people to counterfeit the cigars, and that's where the whole security band on the anniversaries came out at that time, yep. um, you know, which are basically numbered bands that are that are that are sequentially numbered, so you would never have repeated numbers within a box, and it would make it very difficult to counterfeit an entire you know box of cigars. You know, you'd have to counterfeit 25 different bands at least. To be able to maintain that that um, that uniqueness of each band, so you know, basically, it was a deterrent, and that helped stop you know the the counterfeiting. And I, I don't think I've ever seen it on on a product in the United States of a cigar product that you see counterfeit again. It's usually on a high-end Cuban product, and uh, it says something to that because the, there was a demand because the we uh, have always been. 
uh, as a retailer on, on our end, is always uh, need, looking for more Padrones um, that it wasn't available and uh, you wouldn't sell it to us until it was ready. So uh, we waited. So uh, it opened the door for people counterfeiting because it was a less of a, a more of a demand than it was um, of product. Uh, we fast forward to 2002. Your dad celebrates his 75th birthday, and you guys come out with the 1926, a totally different blend in four sizes, the 1926 for his birthday. And uh, this becomes arguably um, the greatest cigar uh, since I've been in business. Um, of um, quality, consistency, um, the, the most high-end, best product that was out on the market, and still today, it's not like you add to it or do anything to it. I mean, it's the 1926 is it, and uh, until another milestone came up, I mean, that became the, the premier product. That was the benchmark at that point that for is, high end. That is it. That is it. Well, we've always been, we've always tried to be ahead of the curve in terms of like product development. I mean, we're not a company that copies what other companies do. That happens a lot in the cigar business. So it does. You know, we, we, we tend to focus on our own things and focus on Padron and our products. And when we feel we can make a product that's different and unique, we do it. Uh, you know, we're not, you know, we're not trying to, to respond to what other people are doing, but better yet, you know, we're trying to, to, to blaze new roads and, you know, do things that are different. Um, we did that even before the 26th with the anniversary. At that time, there were no uh, cigars in the market that were like that in terms of considered a super premium back in 1994. And you know, we made it box press and all of those things. And and those and that those products were unique at that time, and they still are unique. That that cigar to me is still one of the benchmarks of of our brand. I mean that people look at anniversaries and they, and 26s and they, those are brands that. That, that are synonymous with Padron in terms of like the quality. It probably goes beyond your brand. It's probably the benchmark of the industry. I would say so. I would say so. You, you in between, you came out Millennium. Um, you know, the year 2000 was coming up, so you guys came out with the Millennium, uh, huge success. But you stop there. You say this is the limited release, and unlike people's uh, limited releases that seem to never run out of tobacco and things like that, Millennium comes and goes. Here it is, 14 years later. Uh, still no Millennium. You think it would come out with Millennium again, but no, it was for that, and that was it. Are there any kicking around at all? No, no. The Millenniums are not around. I mean, we've we've kept boxes. We've kept boxes that are that are for, for our family, and uh, you know there are some that we still have that we may eventually sell, but you know that are not necessarily family numbers, but just boxes that we kept for our collection. Yeah. And you know we do occasionally come out with those types of cigars, you know, for auctions. And every once in a while, when there's a special request, we'll try and accommodate. But you know, obviously, it's not something that we're going to be producing. You know, it, it was a one-time production. Wow, it, 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 it was sensational. I I had them for the longest time, and uh, I would I would pick every once in a while, one a year or something. But those years are long gone. Um, so now we go into the 50, and we know not the two the 50s that we're smoking right now, but there's a new 50 that's due to come out as a limited release. Tell us about that. Well, the the 50th, the the cigar that that's out on the market right now is part of the family reserve line, which is the one you're smoking. Yes. But in addition to that, we have a totally different product that's called the 50th anniversary cigar, that is now being released this week. Uh, and that's a cigar that is a 52 ring by six and a half. It's also made with tobacco that's aged for 10 years, but it's a blend that's unique. It's different than than the other blends that we have. 
Um, you know, that comes in a humidor uh, somewhat similar to Millennium in the sense that it's numbered pieces that are also numbered cigars within the humidor. So, for example, in humidor number one, you'll have cigars one through 50, and uh, number two, you'll have 51 through 100. So all that's part of the part of the project. But I think one of the, even more interesting than that is that Unlike the Millennium, in this product, you can the people who purchase these humidors will have options for refills. So, so now if someone buys a humidor, they're not, you know, once they smoke the 50 cigars that are inside, they can still have an option to purchase more cigars down the road. Just so that, that just that person. Just the, whoever owns the humidor, whoever purchases the humidor, for, let's say you being two guys smoke shop, you sell it to one of your customers. That customer has the option to buy more cigars, but they all are sold through you. Yeah. So is, if the customer purchases, say, a Maduro humidor, and then at some point in their life decides, you know what, I'm a natural guy now, could they switch? Or yes. 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 Well, we we've set up a website. We, it's a it's a pretty intricate process, and and you'll obviously you'll you'll have a lot of information on it coming out. It's already been out, but anyway. We're going to have a website where all the owners will register. The, the humidors have serial numbers, as do the certificates that come with the humidor. Uh, you know, once all of the humidors are, you know, once we start fulfilling or, or providing refills, we will send notifications out to all of the registered owners that are registered on, on our site. And, and those owners will have the option to buy either natural, Maduro, or possibly a mix of natural Maduro in the box. That is not for sure yet, but is a possibility. Okay, we, we, we have uh, the info on it, and um, those are due to come out soon. You, you're squeaking right under the uh, under the year. The Christmas radio. You have you have no idea. It's it's been a it's been a very complicated day, and, and the last couple of days have been very very complicated. But we're on you know we're working on it. So absolutely, we'll... absolutely. I, I know, and I, I talked to you earlier, and I, I know you're in the middle of everything that's going on here. And I thank you for your time that you're doing that. Um, uh, your dad, your brother, your dad was uh, inducted into the uh, Cigar Hall of Fame. Padron cigars are ranked consistently uh, through Cigar Aficionado and, and just about everyone as the uh, the sought after, the hottest cigar in the market for all these years. The question is, where do you go from here as the next 50 years? What is next? Well, I mean, what's next? What's next is hopefully what we've done in the past 50 years. You know, continue. You know, quality products, uh, slow growth. You know, maintaining the principles, the core principles that have made this company what it is. You know, building, continuing to build relationships with our retailers and our customers, and taking it one step at a time. You know, we want to make sure that the products that, as as Jonathan mentioned earlier, that the quality of the product is there. And uh, you know, we feel that if we produce, if we continue to produce quality products, the company is going to grow, and we're going to keep you know building our base of customers, which is the goal. It's such a simple business philosophy. Uh, something that's not, uh, you know, you say uh, it's a little copycat industry type of thing, but you have a simple process of what you do, and it seems just other people don't do it. Uh, it's just amazing, and why uh, fix something that's not broken? So you go on the next, uh, the next 50 years is continuing as you do. Jeez, uh, you know, what more can be said about about the product? And I look forward to what the future holds for you. Uh, what I'd like to uh, briefly touch on, if, if you're okay to talk about it, the elephant in the room. Everyone's been talking um, uh, for the past uh, 24 hours or so about it. 
uh, Raul Castro uh, and the President Barack Obama both made speeches yesterday announcing the normalization of uh, relations uh, with the United States and Cuba. Um, is this the beginning of the end of the embargo? And what do you and your family feel about this? What, what's your side of it? Uh, maybe, uh, you know, where, uh, your dad uh, was there all those years. Maybe he uh, has a feeling that uh, he wants to share. Okay. Um, well, basically, you know, we we welcome, you know, this, this is a, a, a unique situation that's happening right now. Um, you know, it's very possible that, you know, that, that eventually that embargo will be lifted. And, uh, you know, I think that one of the most important things that we have to look forward to is that we're going to hopefully have an option or a po the possibility of at one point obtaining Cuban tobacco and making cigars in Cuba or making cigars in Cuba. So, you know, as long as there's a level playing field, that's always a good thing. We are actually looking forward to the, to the possibility of competing with Cuban cigars in this market. You know, we feel that our products compete uh, at every level in quality, price, you know, consistency. I think that in many cases our cigars are superior, and uh, you know I'm I'm really looking forward to the opportunity to to to, to be a, to have that competition and to let the American consumer decide you know what what they want to smoke and what they think is the best cigar. I think that um, up to now we we never had that opportunity, and it's something that uh, that for us is a very welcome uh, opportunity. George, it doesn't sound like this is the first time that you've thought about this and perhaps talked it over with your, yeah. your brother and your father. Uh, do you have trademarks in place ready to go for when and if the embargo actually does lift, or is that uh, classified information? Well, I could tell you that, but then I'd have to kill you. <laughs> but my dad wants to make a few comments also on the whole Cuba thing. So. All right, good. Tell him to keep Okay. Dígame, nosotros no tenemos miedo al tabaco de Cuba. That, he says that we're not, a, he, well, we're not afraid of, of, uh, of the Cuban cigars. Y al inicio lo vamos a tener cuando empiece la gente a traer 100 tabacos, que es lo que le perde, o 100 sí, pesos de tabaco. Ahí es donde vamos entonces a ver. La gente va a probarlo, pero nosotros no tenemos miedo. Podemos competir. That, that we're not afraid of competing with Cuban cigars, that we can compete. Y eso lo vamos a ver ahora al and, that, and that initially if it's allowed, if people are allowed to bring uh, cigars from Cuba, which apparently has been discussed that they're allowed to bring a certain amount of products, uh, uh, I don't know if it's $100 in value from Cuba or what, but that you know, obviously, we are going to start seeing uh, more Cuban cigars entering this market, and uh, and then the consumer is going to have to decide. Que la que la situación en Cuba se puede en un futuro hacer un tabaco padrón en Cuba cuando las condiciones lo requieran. Nosotros podemos hacerlo en Cuba porque tenemos finca y tenemos gente que pueda ayudar. That that if that once the opportunity comes up that we will be able to produce tobacco in Cuba. We have farms, our family owns farms in Cuba, that, um, you know, both on my mother's side and my father's side. So it's a matter of getting the opportunity to go in there and actually do what we do, which is, you know, and grow tobacco. Would, would he consider uh, crossbreeding? In other words, having Nicaraguan and uh, Cuban cigars uh, blended together? 
I, I mean, I, I don't even have to ask him that. I think that yes, you know, definitely. We, we you know, it, there, it opens up a whole new world of possibilities. I mean, you can have, you know, cigars made with all Cuban tobacco. You can have cigars made with Nicaraguan and Cuban. You know, more. There's a lot of different, a lot of different varieties and variables of, you know, different things that can happen. And uh, you know, it just for people like us that live and breathe, you know, for this business. It's you know it's it's sort of like having a new blank canvas to be able to to yeah. create new products. So it's it's a good thing. So you guys sound excited about the possibility of it happening and the opportunity to go to head to head against them. Bring them on, in other words. Yeah. Well, like I said, as long as there's a level playing field, then we're all you know uh, have and all of us have the same types of opportunities and you know the legal um, you know protection to do things. Absolutely. You know that's that's the name. That's the name of the game. That's what we want. You you have padrones now that are global uh, brands that are in other countries. Yeah, we have. We actually current we currently sell in over in seventy six countries outside of the United States. So you go head to head against them in some countries. Yes, yes, we do. And and how well does it how well does it? They go? do well. Our cigars do very well. The the problem in a lot of these countries is that it's very difficult to sell cigars in them because of either monopolies or. You know restrictions to how you do business, how the retail. You know it's not like the U.S. where it's a very clean distribution line and a very clean way to to operate your business. In a lot of these countries, there's there's state monopolies that control distribution, points of sale, margins at point of sale. Um, you know how products are advertised. It's it's a very complicated process when once you decide to leave the U.S. and enter foreign markets. It's it's something that for people like you and I. It's um, it's a very strange thing to operate in that environment because it's it's sort of like you know in France for example, uh, retailers are limited to the their their profit margin is limited to eight percent. Oh my. Um, so you know where retailers and 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 the points of sale are controlled like that, it's a very, you know, it's it's just very difficult to do business. So. Dave just had a hard time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I know I'd say that to Dave because Dave is the the. The exact opposite of that mentality, you know. So, so Dave would not do well in those markets. Oh my goodness! If you had to operate, you would put it this way: you wouldn't have your retail shop in in France for sure. I oh, guarantee you. I need you to noticed, make at least nine percent. Have you noticed? <laughs> have you noticed growth over the years of the amount of product being shipped overseas? In other words, has the Nicaraguan uh, brand, uh, specifically Padron? Have they started to make a dent on the Cuban market overseas? Well, I mean, I all I can tell you is that our our overseas shipments have increased every year, you know, for the last seven years, um, and I expect that to continue. You know, every year we make inroads. You know, we we have a a, a little bit different distribution system here in the U.S. and uh, you know we're making you know our our progress in Europe is is slow but steady, but we are making inroads and the business is growing. So you know, again, for us, it's a matter of allocating product for the European markets because you know we basically sell everything we make in the U.S. So it's a matter of having you know and dedicating product for those markets. Well, wonderful, wonderful. I know you're you're busy. You got a lot of things going. I'm going to thank you for the last half hour you spent with us. Uh, an honor, Don Jose. An, an honor. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Orlando, thank you. And George, thank you. Uh, happy 50th anniversary. Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. Thank you very much. We'll, we'll see you soon. Thank you oh. for joining us. All right, Dave. Thank you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to all of you.
Okay, oh, there is the Padron family, the, the reigning kings of cigars, I have to say. So we're going to go to break. Uh, when we come back, uh, Cigar Aficionado's top 10, we gave it a top 9. We're going to go into 10, and then we're going to begin the beating process. The beating process. <laughs> we're going to look at our crystal ball and see how it worked out for all of us and how we uh, ranked. Uh, among thinking of what was going through their minds. Some of us need to clean our crystal balls, I'm noticing. <laughs> there we do. Uh, what do you want in your Christmas stocking? We're going to give you some ideas about that. We have cigar news from Barry, gentleman Chuck Morris, and lots more. Stick around, everybody. We'll be back with our number two. We're live on tape from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And just really quickly, I want to put out there that Frank Carrera... There's a lot of trademark law. He once deposed the vice president of Corporation Habanos, and he was quoted as saying that Padron was the biggest competitor on the world stage. Really? Wow. Isn't that interesting? I believe it. Wow. We're smoking the Padron 50. We're going to go. This is the natural. We're going to put it down and go to the Maduro in just minutes. That's right. And uh, listen, it doesn't matter which Padron you're smoking. I happen to be smoking the uh, 50th here. What's the Family, Family Reserve, Reserve 50. 50. Thank you. Family Reserve 50 natural. But it doesn't matter what Padron you smoke. Always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll be back uh, in just moments with hour number two. And this is your uh, weekly reminder that if you enjoy the content presented here on The Cigar Authority, we'd love you to tweet out links to the show, like us on Facebook. You can always visit us at thecigarauthority.com. And uh, as Dave likes to say, you get your money's worth each and every week. We'll be right back with hour number two right here on The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In a word, where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor comes two that go head to head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. And bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars, you don't have to choose. Smoke them both. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. 
Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers, aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Vancana. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This is a little bit of shake. Is the Cigar Authority. Man, face. The authority on everything cigar. Shake it, yeah. yeah, And out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> well, then, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the ball, babe. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the South call you, hey Zeus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of dominoes, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. Barry Stein. That's what I love about these high school girls. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh, yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! We get some meatloaf! It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer farmer. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake it back, gal! Woo! Shake it back! And we're back with hour number two, live from Two Guys Smoke Shop on tape in Salem, New Hampshire. In this hour, we got news with Barry. We're going to get debonair with gentleman Chuck Morris and new cigars hitting the shelf, and we'll go through our calendar for upcoming interviews and events and lots more. But first, we're going to look through our crystal ball from last week and see uh, how we ended up doing for Cigar Aficionados Cigars of the Year, and we're going to beat them up a little and uh, see what we have there. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. That's right. You are listening to the Cigar Authority. I could not say it. No, you can't. The you only said, radio said, show. That's right. Every time. In Absolutely. the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. This week, we are high atop the worldwide headquarters of Two Guys Smoke Shop here in tax-free Salem, New Hampshire, in studio to be named in the future when we finally get an advertiser for it. Yeah. And we're the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist and demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch this debacle live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set it and forget it on both. Yeah, this week's episode is filmed live before a studio audience. It is. <laughs> we have people here. If you're ever in the area where we're doing it, uh, doing the show, by all means, come in and uh, watch and heckle. Heckle. Yeah. <laughs> in between breaks, please. Um <laughs> And it, it, we're going to have to put down the Padron 50th Natural. And I'm going to say, not even put down, I'm going to put aside. Put it aside. Because I'm going to go to it later also. I'm not going to waste it. Uh, it is the, the same cigar, but with, uh, and from what I believe, is the same exact blend, but they just changed the wrapper on it. A Sturo wrapper, the darker uh, Maduro. I find that Maduro, uh, for all companies, tends to have a sweeter taste, assuming it's the same exact blend. We have uh, the same cigar with it's not all companies, man. Not all companies do it. I think this is what they do. Okay. I think I've actually never seen. No, I mean, as far as sweeter, not all companies, yeah. it's sweeter when they don't do it the right way. But um, I've been to the Padron factory in Nicaragua. I spent a few days there. I watch what they do. They don't mess around. They do it the right way every time. Uh, and that's why they are who they are. So uh, right now it's time to cut our cigars. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, 
tradition and excellence. And, and price. That's right. <laughs> price. That's right. They don't and even know what that is. But that's no, a, that's a okay. local commercial here in the New England area of Bernie and Phil's who should give us a little money for that. They should. Time you do that. Crying out loud. 8% so, at least. 8%. What's well, 8% of nothing? Yeah. <laughs> We've got the Vertigo Slider Lighter, a triple jet dual action flip out punch, big ass tank lighter. Lots of Industry ventilation term, on this big, uh, big bad boy right here. This will be a lighter that we will sell in the next week. About 100, 150 of these sure. uh, for Christmas for stocking stuffers. $29.99. It's ridiculous. Comes with a little little pouch. And um, so you say you say stocking stuffer, Dave, probably because of its size, because of its price. But really, it could be the legitimate box gift. that thing up. Right. Put a nice, you know, luxurious, bow. yeah, luxurious bow on it. That's a two hundred dollar lighter right there, all day long. That's a debonair idea right there, Chuck. It's not the only lighter we carry. We carry all the other stuff. But when the people go over to look at that and they say, this is, looks even nicer than that one you showed me at $100. How come it's only $29? And I said, I have no idea. Just because it's $29. <laughs> well, I'll take that. Take five. Right. <laughs> Get one don't, for the mailman. Chuck, right? Right. Chuck don't, don't think I haven't tried that. <laughs> well, you actually have um, the folks um, from the lighter company coming up. This yeah. Week or something. Yeah. On Monday they'll be in Nashua. Yeah, from Vertigo, and uh, I don't know what they're doing. Just showing their stuff. And oh my God, it's get rid of the Butterfinger. You got uh, maybe just a little bit of chocolate infused, dry roasted peanut butter. This is. And he's correct. This is next. Yeah. <laughs> it is chocolatey peanut. This is, is the next level right peanut. here. If you could find a way to really get a a a, um, a darker chocolate on, say, a Reese's peanut butter. I cup. hate that you're right. I hate that you're right. It's a Reese's peanut butter cup with dark chocolate. I think there is such a thing. Really? Oh, where, where, where have I, how have I missed that? <laughs> you're not a consumer. That's the problem. I consume Reese's oh peanut butter cups. Barry's got it. He's got it. He's it's got it. it's dead on balls accurate, Barry. I don't know. I'm still getting Chinese peapots. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate infused in peanut butter covered <laughs> Chinese peapots. I seen him actually leave the table when uh, somebody. Wow, really, Chuck? <laughs> I thought we were friends. Come on. So, uh, yeah, ne next week is Christmas, uh, and uh, it's showtime. And uh, I know I have some Christmas gifts to buy, and, and if you're listening, uh, maybe you have some Christmas gifts to buy. I've always liked the Christmas stocking, yeah, the stuff that's in the stocking, if you get a little creative of what you put in there. And let's talk about this. Let's talk about it. Let's go through hey, some. Hey, we all got a little stocking today from one of the employees. Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah. And she made scarves for everybody. Knitted scarves for handmade, everybody. handmade. Yep. Everyone and and all all three stores. She did it for everybody. Yep. But she added to it. She added in in it. Put into a stocking, and in the stocking, she put chocolates and candies. And there was a chocolate snowman filled with peanut butter. It really? Like, it was like a Reese's peanut butter taste. cup. You ate it already. Come I on. ate it already. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to risk I it melting. I have mine still sitting there right there. <laughs> yeah. God forbid I get in an accident on the way home or oh something. Barry we gave me my present. I didn't see one of those in there, Barry. What happened to my chocolate snowman? <laughs> I don't know. I think yours was replaced with a lump of coal. I think oh. it was. 
th this list I have here came from the folks at uh, the Art of Manliness. Oh, yeah. You've Don't seen them before, right? Until. Stocking stuff is for for guys. Uh, often overlook the stuff that you put in stocking. So they're right. They're ideas, and we talked about one of these ideas for drugstore cologne. And I'm not talking about fancy colognes and stuff, but the the old school stuff that yeah, we really want. aftershave, really. It's aftershave. Brute, old yeah, spice, yeah. English leather. Yeah. The hardcore stuff. What is it, like $2 a bottle? The stuff that burns your face even if you didn't just shave. <laughs> right. That's what you want. <laughs> uh, pocket knives. All, awesome. all day, all day. Everybody wants one. My grandfather had a rule. He never left the house without a way to make fire and without a way to cut stuff. Cool. Always. Very always cool. had fire and really? always had a knife. Always. Uh, one, one of the policemen came in the other day, and he was working out on the detail, and he, he pulled it out of his pocket, and he said, you ever see one of these before? And he had the hand warmers. Oh, oh yeah. Barry, you're a Florida guy now, right. but you're back up here. You ever see, you know, even know what a hand warmer is? No idea. It took like a month. There's a couple of different ways to go with the hand warmer. You've got the chemical ones that you break open the pack and you shake it, and there's a chemical reaction that happens. That's the new school way. The old school way is a little stick, and you light the stick on fire like incense. You blow it out, and you stick it inside this uh, stainless steel pocket thing, and it has a cover that goes over it, and not enough air gets in there for fire to happen. It just smolders, and it warms it up, and after about a half an hour, you can't even touch it. It's hot. Put it in your pocket when you need to warm your fingers. Cause thing will warm your whole body. He's, he said it was unbelievable. You he need was one out of those. there. He said, if it wasn't for this, my God, it would have been miserable. Hand warmers. Cheap stuff, yeah. but cool stuff to end up you having roast in there. You know they also have, that uh, bad boy. They also have toe warmers. Adapted. They have toe warmers as well, just like the hand warmers that have the chemical reaction. But How would you fit it in your shoe, though? So it, I call it has, socks. It has, an adhesive, uh, it has socks. an adhesive side that sticks on the bottom of your sock by where your toes are. Um, and uh, just goes on the outer portion of your sock. Put your shoe back on. You're good to go. When you're with the Patriots and you're at those bad games and stuff. All day. Are, are you heated in there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, But I'll actually put those on as well in the booth because really? the windows are open. It's, it gets cold, as you guys yeah, know. Yeah, There's yeah. heat in there, but you really can't feel it. Yeah, yeah. your feet. So, so you yeah. guys are all... Scarves, hats, gloves. Do they yes. got Patriots logos on them or just regular? <laughs> just regular. Regular stuff, yeah. He's not Tom Brady. No. <laughs> uh, flashlights, tactical flashlights, uh, old school hair grooms. Uh, this must be big for you, Mr. Big. Jonathan. I've got a bald man's hairbrush. There's no bristles. Brill cream, a little dabble, do you? The yeah. Brill cream stuff. Uh, money clips. You use a money clip? I use a rubber band now. Really? The money clip just doesn't hold I it. have a money clip. I have one, and it was given to me as a Christmas gift many years ago. For me, money clips aren't tight enough. I don't have enough money to put in them. Yeah, it just you gotta, slides right out. Got to work on that. Uh, stainless steel comb, another big one for you. I'm huge on that. Yeah, mustache. You got to you got to comb the stash. Yeah. Uh, something I'll be looking in my stocking this year for ammo. Ammo. Ah. Nothing says Merry Christmas quite like a box of ammo. Well played, sir. Well, yes. Assuming that the state that you live in allows ammo. It's the United yeah, States of America. Yeah, this yes. is, isn't there a constitution? You can protect your... There is a constitution, and you do have the right to bear arms, but... Uh, depends what state you're in? Depends on what state you're in. Uh, we're in New Hampshire, baby. Oh, let's live free or die up here. Here we go. Shaving brush. You ever use a shaving oh, brush? Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. I have a straight razor. Yes? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. And you that's what you use? Not all the time. Yeah? But when I need to shape this wonderful facial hair right here, 
and just trim it up a little bit and make the lines. Yeah. Which you do do a nice job, by the way. Thank you, Barry you're Stein. You're welcome, you know what? You're quite right, I'm, I'm, so I'm liking this. This is not, this is not the show. <laughs> what, what is going on here? Mustache wax. You'd have to have the mustache in order to have the mustache wax. Uh, cigars. I figured that one without mention. Well, it should go just in case there's a woman listening out there. What do you put in the stocking? Couple of not the regular ones that he normally smokes. Better than the now, regular ones. We're, he we're smokes. smoking Padron right now. So he's a thousand series smoker. He smokes mm. the Padron three thousand, probably the most popular size in the thousand series. You get him a Padron fifty, it's family reserve fifty. Natural and Maduro. One of each. Boom, right inside the stock. Well played. Huh? I am gonna make my decision right now on which one I like best. Already. This one is over the top. I have to concur. With, I have to concur with David. He's right. <laughs> While your choice is a very valid one, I've always been a natural type of guy. So have I. I like natural above Maduro, but not when it comes to Padron. This is beautiful. Oh my God. This is the one. How much for this? 25 bucks? 25 bucks. Well worth it. Natural Maduro, $50. You put a little water pillow in with it, oh, keep it yeah. fresh, put it in the stocking. Wow, is he going to be happy? I would be happy. You'll get some that night, young lady. Mini bottles of booze. Yeah, a little nip. Some nips. Because when the hand warmer runs out, Barry, as you well know, Vodka you need works. something to warm you from the inside out. Vodka, tequila, rum. Now, we're all children. All us boys are all kids at heart. You want to have some fun this year? Put a yo-yo. A good one. A Dunkin' yo-yo. Something go. good. Yeah. Put in this stock. Oh, my because God. We're a- I have a funny story about a yo-yo that okay. I have to share. Okay. I worked in Miami, and as you know, English is a second language. Yeah. The director of sales comes in, and he goes to me, how do you spell yo-yo? Seth, he says, Jojo. So I'm like, Y-O, Y-O. And he's like, oh, my God. I just sent an email to one of our reps spelling it J-O-J-O because it's a Jojo. In Spanish accents. In Spanglish, Oh, yeah. okay. So he was leaving for New York the next day. Does that mean anything? It's yo-yo, just in Spanish. They don't say ya, yeah, it's ja, just yeah. like the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I sent the yo-yo the to the store he was going to be at. And the I, New York Yankees. crossed yeah. out the yo-yo part, and I wrote J-O-J-O. He called me up, cursing me out, because now the whole store is laughing hysterically, because he can't say Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what do we got here? Uh, chocolate bacon bars. For some reason, men like bacon. How have I not heard of this? I don't know it. I don't like bacon anyway. I'm that weird guy. Ooh. I'm yeah, gonna, there's something, uh, there is something Listen, seriously wrong with you. 2015. I'm, go, I'm going to pork. You have, not, you have not actually had good bacon if you say you don't like bacon. If it's you're eating the floppy stuff it, or whatever, so you got to get the bacon it's, it's well done. My, my, my point here is Guys just don't like bacon. They love it. There's bacon is the crazy. reason I'm no longer a vegetarian. It's the only reason. <laughs> it's bacon. How about a balsa wood airplane? The bomb. Yeah. You want that too? Listen, this is guy stuff. Ours. You wouldn't think so. It sounds like children's stuff. Nope. But I want to mention those things just to get your wheels turning of, of what it is. If, if you're a guy out there that has a uh, middle-aged son, maybe you're older like me, get a middle-aged son. Those are things you want to give him. I think it's going to turn it around. That stocking can be the most popular thing of all. So that's all. That's where I, I didn't wanted see to see anything there. on there with minted silver bars. That's uh ah, you liked it, huh? <laughs> what, did I, what did I give my guys over there? Milted silver bars. Anyway, it's time to take a peek into the asylum. Crazy news from the asylum is next. <clears throat> 
They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80. Asylum Cigars take no prisoners. Let's talk about standing behind your product for a second, gentlemen. The CEO of Texas Armoring Corporation showed off how well his company can protect its customers when they are driving a vehicle that has been armored by his company. Sitting behind the wheel of a recently tricked out Mercedes-Benz, he allowed his employees to fire, get this, 12 rounds from an AK-47 into the windshield of the car. Although the car passed all 12 tests, I still think that he's insane. That's asylum. They're coming to take me away. Stands by his product. No, you cannot try that on me. (laughs) You want to armor a cigar and let me shoot at you? I am wrestled you this year. That's as far as it's going. (laughs) And that's Asylum. And, uh, okay, let's look at the number one cigar, according to Cigar Aficionado. Not according to us, but according to Cigar Aficionado, they rank their top ten Cigars of the Year, number one came out today. Barry Stein, what and is it? It is the Oliva V. Melania, Ooh. which is a great cigar. Came out of left field. Uh, did it come out of left field? Let's I feel like see. one of you guys had that. Let's see if somebody had Oliva here. Was it Victor? It was Victor. Victor had it right. Uh, he got it. He picked the number one. He picked it as his number nine, but he got it, uh, which gives him a point, and he gets two and a half points. Uh, we also had a uh, long shot in here. Um, none of us hit the long shot at all. Well, we said for the top 25, the long shot. Oh, really? So it's not so, out yet. All, all right. Yet. So we're still alive. All right. We're still alive on that. So um, uh, are we alive? No, we are not because it doesn't matter if we get the point at all because we have a winner. So in last place is with one and a half points, and that's being kind, is Barry Stein. But I think I won because – this list is wrong. Correct. Well, you didn't win, really, though. Only because you, the contest was to see if you could think like Cigar Aficionado. So are you right saying that you are so advanced that you cannot force yourself to think like Cigar Aficionado? I refuse to dr- drink the Kool-Aid no wow. Cigar Aficionado. And I applaud you for that. Right, Next you, to sir. last place. Next to last place is the man to my right, Mr. Jonathan. Next to last I also cannot force myself, apparently, to think like Cigar Aficionado. And you know what? I'm proud of that, Brody. Well done, sir. Thank you. And uh, we'll call it third place. Third place. He's not with us today uh, live, but I'm sure he's listening. He He never misses a show, so he says, although he catches it on uh, podcast. He drives a lot. Yeah. Uh, Is Victor Vitale. Victor Vitale with two and a half points. Nice. Uh, he got the Padron 50, so he was in there. And uh, first loser, I like to the call first him. loser. First in a long line. Is me. <laughs> with three points, um, I got the Padron 50 also, but uh, I came in with three points out of a possible 10. And in first place with five, we cannot catch him, is Chuck 
Morrison. Can you believe it? I want to know how you did it when you couldn't pronounce half of them. Couldn't well, pronounce them, but he knows. I would like to thank the employees of Two Guys Smoke Shop. <laughs> for educating you. For the education, the input, <laughs> the intel. I could not have done it without you. Ed Centurio. <laughs> Five out of a possible ten. It's pretty good. Hey. It's unbelievable. I've learned you, a lot in the you, coming up on four years. Four years for you. Five years for us. Four years. You're four, four and three quarter four, years for me. Yeah. I was yeah. out for a little while. Yep. I'm the last one standing, as usual. I'm like the padrone of the Cigar Authority. You have called in sick quit. before. That's Once. You I, did. I had it. pneumonia. I, I never pick my head up. I have never called in sick. I did quit once, but I did not call in sick. <laughs> Did quit once. Well, as we're in the competitive spirit, I think yeah. we should let the spirit continue. Meaning, I'm in. Meaning a little uh, you classic. Guys, you, guys, oh. you guys want me to beat you again? All right. It's this day in classic history brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history. It is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic. And every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let me know where that came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com, that's... TwoGuysCigars.com. I would like to tell celebrate you. today <laughs> with a classic cigar that I already put it. I wrote down my guess already. I'm going with the color orange, <laughs> and that's my guess right there. Okay, you've got W with yeah. Okay, so Perfect. today is really December 18th, so I'm going to go with the real date of December 18th. Although you're listening to this probably on December 20th, today is the 18th, and today is Brad Pitt's birthday. Happy birthday, Brad Pitt, Golden Globe winner, actor, producer, iconic figure who won five Best Actor Awards uh, for starring in the film's Moneyball, which I thought was a great movie. Barry, you should have loved that movie. Great movie. Yep. One of the most sought-after actors in Hollywood. He starred in Fight Club uh, and a whole bunch of other things. Um, he was the hitchhiker in Thelma and Louise. That's where he started his yes, first he movie. Was. A high-profile split with Jennifer Anderson after seven years' uh, uh, marriage. He began dating Angelina Jolie that year, and uh, they tied the knot, had lots of kids. You She's know the on story. both of my wife's and my lists. Really? If you're going to wow. cheat with a celebrity, she's, uh, she's allowed for both of us. Well, well her husband, Brad Pitt, it's his birthday today. What year was he born? Orange. Orange. 1965 is my 1965, guess. 1965, Barry Stein. 1966. 1966. Can you read that, Mr. Jonathan? Oh, I can. That's 65 right there, Charles. 65 is both over. 66, is that what you said? 66 yes. is over and you're all over. 63. I almost 63. said 61, too. So he's 51, right? That makes him 51. Uh, today is Christina Aguilera's birthday. Christina Aguilera, pop artist who gained uh, uh, recognition for her first hit, Genie in a Bottle, which reached number one in the Billboard Hot 100 and top-selling... Uh, Songs in American history, famously singing Dirty in 2002. She was a contestant on Star Search, where she uh, became famous. Also, the Mickey Mouse Club, 
where she was uh, starring along with Justin Timberlake. And uh, Christian... Britney Spears, I believe, and Atlantis. No, that wasn't Atlantis. She was in uh, You Can't Do That on Television. Right. Well, what you... show. <clears throat> Barry Stein, today is Christina Aguilera's birthday. What year was she born? 1979. 1979, he says. Chuck. What is 1977? What is 1977? For the win. 1975. Uh, Barry Stein takes it at 1980. Barry Stein. Really? 1980. 1980. See this shirt? I bought this in 1980. <laughs> <laughs> Today's the birthday of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Because Stone Cold says so. so. That's that's why. American wrestler uh, who, uh, with his tough, trash-talking persona, became the most profitable wrestler in WWE history. His WWE persona was drinking, uh, beer drinking, and he became very, very popular by fighting his boss. Don't think you're going to pull that off here. Already did, and I won. There we go. Uh, it is Stone Cold Steve Austin's birthday, Chuck Morris. What is 1966, Dave? What is 1966? I'm going 65. 65. And I'm going to open up a can of whoop-ass and say 1959. <laughs> 59 will take it because it's 64. Come on. You're friggin' kidding me. Barry has two points. Steroids. <laughs> Steroids. He's talking about Barry. Barry Stein. Mental steroids. Today is Steven Spielberg's birthday. Steven Spielberg, director and screenwriter, best known for producing Bach, bluster films such as Jaws, E.T., Schindler's List. He has a net worth of $3 billion, according to Forbes billion magazine. with a B. That's with a B. Today's his birthday. He's rich. He was born what year? It's my turn. It's uh, 1944. 1944, Barry Stein. 1940. 1940. 42, Dave. 42. What did you say, Mr. Jonathan? 44. 44 will take it. It's 46. Oh, my God. And my six-week streak of being zero is now over. You got one last week. I consider that a win. Here we tied go. on the last question. Today's Keith Richards' birthday. Guitarist for the Rolling Stones, songwriter who wrote the song, I Can't Get No Satisfaction, uh, and was named the second greatest song of all time by Rolling Stone magazine. And he was in the Rolling Stones. Keith Richards, Barry Stein. What year was Keith Richards born? 1930. 1930. Chuck. 48. 48. 39. 39. What did you say, Barry? 30. 39. We'll take it. It's 43. <sighs> Mr. Jonathan, we have a tie it's right now. Deuce. We have a tie and two questions. I think left. we should end it right here and we should be co champions this week. <laughs> What is going on here? I don't yeah. like it at all. <laughs> what is going on? Today is Ron White's birthday. Ron White Funny. is a stand-up comedian, best known for always having a drink and a cigar in his hand, uh, being Funny. a member of the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. His book, I Had the Right to Remain Silent, But I Didn't Have the Ability. Pretty funny. Um, made the bestsellers list. What's his name again? You can't Fix Stupid. Ron White. Ron White is born today. Barry Stein. 1950. 1950. Jonathan. 49. 49. 48. Barry Stein, 56. Barry Stein has the lead. One to go. All the pressure's on you, Jonathan. Chuck, you can just sit this out. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chuck, you may want to well, take my get... first guess and just uh, go uh, with you know orange. What? I'll guess before the question. I'm going to guess one. Okay. <laughs> you can't go over. Yeah. Today is Ray Liotta's birthday. Ray Liotta, oh, Emmy yeah. Award winning actor who became. Famous, uh, known for his performances, including Goodfellas, yeah. Field of Dreams, yeah. Copland, all that stuff. You Had know his him. brain eaten by Ray uh, Liotta. And you're going to stick with that number? With uh, I'll stick with one. Yeah, stick. these guys are going to go over. 
Okay, what do you have, Barry Stein? 62. 62. 40. 40 will take it. 40 will take it. We have a tie, and we don't have a tie breaker. Oof. So it is a tie. What was the year? Uh, Oh, what was the year? 1954. This classic day in classic history is brought to you by Classic Cigars. Whatever blend you choose, the Classic Connecticut, Classic Maduro, or Classic Cuban, they're available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. And a quick reminder, if you are celebrating your birthday, just a reminder, come into any Two Guys Smoke Shop, Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, or Nashua, New Hampshire, on your birthday, and we will cut and light a cigar just for you, a special cigar for your birthday. Do you know when my sister's birthday is? When is your sister's birthday? My sister's birthday is December 25th. Really? Wow. Yes. Oh, Christmas wow. baby. Christmas baby. That sucks for gifts. Yeah, it does. We never celebrated birthdays or Christmas growing up. So we she were... got nothing anyway. Nothing. So Festivus? No. No, nothing. we celebrated nothing. So you celebrate everything now just to make up for it, right? Double. Yeah, we got to go double. <laughs> Are you Next doing week? eight gifts for Hanukkah? The who? Eight gifts for Hanukkah? No. Nope. Eight gifts. Nothing. To all Jewish listeners, happy really? Hanukkah. Happy, happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Next week, December 27th, we will be here live again. Uh, the Cigar Authority's Top Light. I don't know what that's all about, but that's on Barry. And uh, we'll recap 2014, and one of the big things we're going to be talking about in the next segment, and as one of the big things that happened this year is what happened uh, with Cuba relations with the United States. So we're going to go to break right now. When we come back, Bad News Barry will give you yet more information about cigars, what's going on. There's a gentleman in the house, Gentleman Chuck Morrison. And we will uh, go through uh, what's happening with Cuba right now. Also, best best tweets of the week coming up. Best tweets, too. Okay. That and lots more. Stick around, everybody. Lots more to come. You're listening live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. This is the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hi, this is Rocky Patel from Rocky Patel Premium Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, What does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a a dwarf, uh, a little person. No. She's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah. Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars. Simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine. Stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan 
is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. I'll sign up today. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. This is Eric Newman from the J.C. Newman Cigar Company, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're back live on tape from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We're going to get debonair with gentleman Chuck Morrison. Bad News Barry here with us with Cigar News. A lot to talk about this week. A peek at our calendar and uh, 
I'm going to beat up Cigar Aficionado a little more. So welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. But I got to take a drink. Okay. That's so right. Gonna... You are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, uh, I find the list to be a little underwhelming, Barry. There definitely wasn't anything mind-blowing on there. I'll There's nothing mind-blowing. Is there anything even, I mean, you got the Illusion that's, that's new. You got the EP Carrillo that's new. <coughs> Everything else on here. Everything, everything should be new. Everything else it's on not, here is not new. But I do like the fact, though, that they only named one Cuban. I would like yeah. it if they named zero Cubans. Yeah. Uh, politically correct yeah. is what I call this list. They gave a little love to all the different companies. There are, I'm going to get into some of them that were shunned from this list. They'll probably show up in the 11 through 25, I guess. 20 or 25? 25. 25. Um, shunned out of this list is General Cigar. Uh, I was surprised to see that General Cigar uh, has Cohiba and Gloria Cubana and brands like that. And they've got uh, some new brands. <coughs> sorry. Um, I, I'm just surprised to see them. Also, uh, the people from My Father, anything that they make, they were a cigar of the year a couple of years ago. They showed up on the list again last year. They've been uh, coming out with some... Uh, gangbuster cigars as limited releases we of course wouldn't put the limited release on there i thought they would for sure at least put something from that factory uh i was surprised to see that they weren't on that list um one of the top ones for us was the fluid dominicana i thought this was their year i mean i thought they'd show up at the top uh very surprising to see uh that not there as was uh nat sherman la polina uh, some big brands that they give big ratings to. Uh, I thought that would show up. Uh, nothing from Drew Estates. Not I even mean, Hoya. No yeah. Hoya. Hoya de Nicaragua that distributed. Uh, Alec Bradley, nothing mentioned there. Nothing from the folks at Davidoff at all. Yeah. They had a lot of stuff. They had a lot of things come out. They got a lot of attention. They got a lot of ratings that normally the Davidoff folks don't get the high ratings there. I was surprised to see that. So those were surprises to me that uh, – um, didn't show up, but um, I don't want to take anything away from uh, Oliva V. It's very nice to be there. The cigar came out three years ago. Uh, we have it. It's, it's a great cigar. I, I always think it's overlooked for some reason. It's really good, and it's overlooked. No longer will it be overlooked. Uh, happy for them. I don't want this to seem as a negative thing, but the idea is that it should be the cigar of the year of that year. Uh, they did have a Maduro this year. Yeah. And they... If the Maduro was in there, okay, it would make all the sense, but it isn't. They picked a regular Milano. Milanio. Milanio. And they chose the size that's probably the slowest moving right. size. The torpedo, right? Is it called the Salamone? Figurado. Figurado. Box press shaped. A couple of the smaller brands that are on there. A Flores, very nice uh, for them to get some attention. Uh, they'll be very happy with that, and that'll help the small guy out. As Illusion number three, uh, that'll help them. Uh, we took on New Elysiones, and this is one we didn't take on. We missed the. We'll have to relook that. Yeah. Relook at that. Uh, I didn't even have a sample of it, so I can't comment on it, but we should uh, certainly look at that. Um, the, the other ones um, were um, what I would expect there that there would be an Opus. There always is. Padron, there always is. Fuente, I mean, uh, Ashton, there always is. <clears throat> Monte Cristo, one way or the other, it always is. Uh, and something from Rocky Patel. Um, Surprising on the Royal. Uh, hurts a little bit on that yeah, one. That's but, crazy, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I 
I'd be jumping for joy if it was only mine, but it, uh, it isn't. So uh, that's it. That's uh, not terrible. Uh, decent job. And um, we've done a lot worse. Yes. Uh, and that's why um, I didn't do so well. Uh, only getting three of them, I thought I would have, you know, because I threw, threw in things that I really thought didn't belong there, but where I was trying to think uh, the way they thought. And uh, they thought a lot of the ways I thought. So actually, uh, it's good. Not bad. Not bad? <clears throat> not bad at all. That's the best you're going to get is not bad. I get good, but not bad. Somewhere in between, I guess. <laughs> so uh, I, I know they don't. people don't like us here and bashing the competitor, if that's the way you want to look at it. Uh, they don't have a radio program. Yeah. They're not a competitor. <clears throat> They'll have one soon. Maybe. <laughs> so you know Something uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't. But uh, uh, we are looking for a sponsor for the, uh, for the studios. There we go. The Cigar Aficionado Studios. Cigar Aficionado Studios. Uh, yeah, that would be good. Um, no, it's, uh, you know, print is, uh, I say that because print is so dying to, you know, form of media, yeah. without a doubt. it is. So, uh, it's, it's tough for them. They, they take, not taking anything away from them. They, they actually, uh, helped create the last cigar boom, but now we're going to talk about news that's happening this week and maybe we have the next cigar boom ready to happen. So here's bad news, Barry. All right. This week, the La Florida Dominicana Company announced the 707 line will become a regular release. Originally produced by the TAA, the regular release features a blend in the 7x70 size. It's a different blend from the original TAA version, which can be found at twoguyscigars.com. So are they going to make regular all different sizes or just the... Uh... Just the 707. It'll be a 7x70, uh, double Lajaro, I believe, or maybe the regular Carry Lajaro. One line. size on One size, 707. That, 7x70. That's what it is. That So when we, we do a recap, it's going to be the year of the, the big fat cigars. It's too big. That's what I say, too, but I say said sell. No, said no woman ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Barry. <laughs> oh, boy. Certainly. <laughs> Cards and letters to the Scar Authority. Barry Stein. Oh, now i got to stop laughing so I can read the rest of the news. <laughs> the 2015 budget, dubbed Cromnibus, contained language that helps separate premium cigars and shows that members of the government stand with us in our fight against the FDA. The next step is hopefully passing a law that will grant the exemption needed to save our industry. Yes. This week, the city of Lawrence, Massachusetts, joined the rank of nearly 50 towns and cities in Massachusetts by raising the age of tobacco to 21. Two cities over from us, folks, from where we are right now. Other cities to join the 21 movement were Columbia, Missouri. I'd like to say goodbye to all our 18, 19, and 20-year-old customers. No. They're going to cross over and come here. So I want to say I'm sorry to all the cigar stores over yeah. there because right. they can't buy them there anymore. They have to come to us. I'm telling you, don't do it, and I'm on the receiving end of this. Don't do it. This past week saw the following trademarks filed within the cigar industry. These trademarks have not yet been approved and are considered to be an intent to use based on approval. Viva Republica had a busy week registering three trademarks for Pinata, Superstition, and Heroes and Villains. Hmm. Pinata. Pinata. I wonder if you're going like like to have to hit the box and the cigars fall out. Yeah. Maybe there's a little piece of candy in there for yeah. us. See, now Superstition should be a cigar without a band, so it's always a blind tasting. Yeah. Ah. Wow. Is that a 
Stevie Wonder. Stevie joke. Wonder joke. Yeah. yeah. Swisher Sweets, <laughs> Drew Estate LLC, registered the trademark Juxtapose, which shares the same name and spelling as a magazine that is popular within the art culture. Who did that? Swisher, Drew Estate LLC. Huh. Is that what it's called now? That's what they're registering their trademarks under. Okay. So, wow. Yellow Rose was registered by Crown Heads, who also Instagrammed this week they were that they were at the My Father factory working on this new blend for 2015. I'm going with it's going to be in Texas. Yellow, Yellow Rose, Rose of, of Texas. Texas. Maybe. Huh? Maybe. Maybe. Absolutely. Yep. Do we have a thing that they could do for New Hampshire? No. <laughs> the gun? <laughs> they could do the gra- they could <laughs> the do ammo? The, they could do the granite edition and put the cigars in a granite box. They might have a little issue with another company that's up here, but we'll see about that. Making a box out of a rock. There we go. A cigar trademark was issued from Master Blender and is owned by Catherine Kellner and Carlos Abreu, with both have ties to Hendrick Kellner's KBF factory. I've had dinner dinner over their house. They're the nicest people in the world. So what what did they do? They They registered the trademark for Master Blender. So maybe when uh, Hanky County Jr. is up here, um, we'll get the information. Oh, yeah. Wow. Add that to the interview sheet for that show. Wow. And then, of course, the biggest news this week was the change in relationship between the USA and Cuba. Let's talk about that. Which should be the first step into easing the embargo and opening up Cuban cigars to Americans beyond the $100 limit that exists. So really what happened is it's like a Facebook status change. They went from... The Cuba and United States went from just being friends on Facebook to now they're dating. Now they're dating in a relationship, and and everybody's everybody's assuming it's marriage, and it we're all in. But really, it's just a small little status change. I'm saying they weren't even friends; they just accepted a friend request. Is what happened? (laughs) Yeah, Facebook friends. They never met each other in real life. Just Facebook. I disagree. I think it's the beginning of the fall of the wall. This is gonna gonna have a little Coca Cola. Maybe back and, in high school they had a falling out. Yeah. They haven't talked to each other yeah. since. Yeah, they it, you know what? It's 54 years yeah. later. Let's let it go. Yeah. We'll be friends on Facebook. Uh, I disagree. I think this is big, big news. This is, uh, they were dancing in the streets. I had a, uh, somebody in Cuba call me up uh, after they Should left yesterday. Nameless. Same nameless. And I got the call and said, you're dancing in the streets. It's over. And I said, that's not how it's played out here. Mm. You know, what are you listening to? And they listen to the only thing they can listen to. But they said, oh, no, this is big. And um, get ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I had how many people were calling me and texting me and saying, when can I get my Cuban cigars? Yeah. And things like that. Uh, I don't say that's going to happen uh, very, very soon. But uh, Barry seems to think about three years. A little bit like two years, maybe. Two yeah. years. I'm going to go with 90 days. 90 days. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I got to go with 90 days, man. Like, sorry, Barry. Well, it's going to take. Take six, that quick, Dave, huh? It's going to take six months for them to do the report to remove Why them from the Why six months? Terrorists. I do a report in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, six you want, you want to know how much? It's the government. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Two years. <laughs> <laughs> two years. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's a it's a power play for the Democrats right now to really strong arm the Republicans into doing something that they want is how I see it. So they're going to get enough bipartisan support to be able to push it through. And it could happen in 90 days. I mean, when when somebody wants to get something done in the government, it gets done. It's when we want something done outside the government. 
that it takes two years. Yeah, and, and I think that uh, President Obama wants this on his list so he, he can put his hat on something. Uh, he doesn't have much else. Yeah, not much. But that's so. the question. Will the Republican-controlled Congress and Senate give Obama his shining moment to define his well, presidency? Well, I, I think this is off party lines. I yeah. think, uh, you know, and you're going to get people on both sides going both different different ways. And listen, I, I understand the, the culture of uh, Southern Miami and um, – uh, you live there, and you you know you heard it for years and years of how it is. I've it's heard firsthand stories on how yeah, and it it's happened. it's yep. terrible. It's terrible, and but it was fifty four years ago, which doesn't make it right. But fifty four years of doing the same thing and nothing happening of it, don't you think you should try something else? Because if you don't, I got a feeling year fifty five is going to be exactly how it's been the past. 54. Amen. I'm going to say I'm going to say in two weeks we're going to have uh, a commercial, and it's going to be showing impoverished Cuban people. You're going to have Sarah McLaughlin singing in the arms of the angels in the background. And it's going to be the entire United States is going to get behind helping the poor Cuban people. Show a couple of puppies, malnutrition puppies. <laughs> exactly. Or something. By the You're way, all set. May I add, you uh, have a lovely singing voice. Yeah. <laughs> he just wanted to sing. So it, it was a lost bet, right? It was a lost bet of something. No, here's what happened. I got an email. The whole edge of the show is gone. I got an email that said that I pick on Barry too much. I'm still not convinced that it wasn't Barry that sent it, <laughs> except the only the only thing is Barry would have had to have seen, had a crystal ball and know he was going to be on the show a year ago because I get an email from this guy once a year, yeah. a, sort of a, a wrap-up of what's going on with the Cigar Authority and what's happening at Two Guys Smoke Shop, what he likes, what he doesn't like, and he doesn't think that it's very debonair of me mm. to pick on Barry all the time. So I mentioned it that's to Barry, but it's good him. for the show. And then, that's why we hired him. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I said to Barry, you know what? Maybe why don't we try a show where we're nice to each other? And he was gracious enough to accept that challenge. I don't and like it. I, I, have, to say, <laughs> I have to say, I have to say, I'm not, I'm not disliking it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! This, you got to hear. I'm like after the show, all the stuff oh, yeah. goes away. <laughs> Come on, you're gonna stick around and. Do a little wrap up after. Yeah, see you later. Goodbye. <laughs> Everybody walks away from each other. It's terrible. Middle fingers are thrown. So Barry, everyone's asking the questions of what really happened and uh, what does this mean. And uh, I know you have the information on it. You put it on uh, a long version of it on the uh, cigarauthority.com. On cigarauthority.com, we have the actual fact sheet released by the White House from the from the press secretary. So give us a, 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 yeah, a get, short version. We got five and, minutes. Give us the crib notes. First. And also, before the show went on air, we also added the speech that uh, Raul Castro made, so you could read word for word what he said. Okay, oh, I want to read that. Yeah, we're not going to. Uh, by the way, those that are listening on it, we, we may lose the. Uh, Unless they keep us on the, the radio portion of it, but we're going to keep going because we got to. I think well, there's a Spanish baseball or something. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that may have been going right now. In the winter time, right? Go ahead. <clears throat> so, in the coming months, uh, we will reestablish an embassy in Havana, and Cuba will be reestablishing an embassy in Washington. Uh, there will be travel and remittance policies to help Cubans. General licenses will be made available to authorized travelers. I'm authorized. This includes family visits, official business of the U.S. government, journalistic activity. That's, that's us. That's hey. us. We're in. Professional research and professional meetings. I'm going to say that's, that's us, us too. That's us as well. Okay. We need to research cigars. Educational activities, yeah. religious reasons, public um, performances. Yeah, that's us. Support for the Cuban people. 
that would be us. We'd be buying cigars. You'd be only, buying cigars. Only a hundred dollars worth. You're gonna get yep. two or three. And let's face it, you've got a rum weakness. So while you're down there, it's not like you're spending the whole hundred on cigars. Yeah, I'd be bringing back more rum than cigars. Exactly. Humanitarian projects, activities of private foundations, research or educational. We need to set up a foundation. Exportation, import, importation or transmission. Of disease of the show of audio uh, internet all those items which would be us which would be us to export transactions that may be considered for authorization under existing regulations are they going to get wordier yes. and wordier as no, we go that sounds like a lot okay. of bureaucratic we BS. will listen 2015 we will broadcast a show from havana Cuba. oh that'd God. be pretty awesome we will do it i'm telling you right now we're doing it the policy changes makes it easier for Americans to provide business training for private Cuban businesses and small farmers. We'll buy tobacco. Without a doubt. <laughs> yeah. Remittance levels will be raised from $500 to $2,000 per quarter. Uh, this allows people currently in the United States to send money back to their families in Cuba. Very good. Uh, private businesses in Cuba will no longer require a specific license. Okay. Um, the expansion to authorize export certain building materials for private residential construction and goods used by the private sector, Cuban entrepreneurs, and agricultural equipment for small farmers. Okay, so if you want to buy stock in a company, make a lot of money, listen close. Home Depot. Home Depot. They're publicly traded. Go get them. Licensed U.S. travelers to Cuba will be authorized to import $400 worth of goods from Cuba, of which no more than $100 can consist of tobacco and alcohol combined. Now, what they, why <clears throat> did they, so what if you bought other things? You can buy as much as you want of everything. You can buy $400 in total, but only $100 can be alcohol why? and tobacco. Why? Yeah, you, of all the different things, you pick out alcohol and tobacco, which is what they're most famous for? Without a doubt. Why? I know why. Okay. Because you hurt the American industry. You got people that are going down there. They're going to come back with things that would normally have been purchased in the United States. And retail operations like us get hurt by that. And this is wow. authorized transactions between the United States and Cuba. You cannot go to England and bring back $100 worth of tobacco. You can only make these purchases within Cuba if you were granted the license to do so and bring them back from that country. Hmm. U.S. And so, you, so the people that are going on vacation and they say, oh, I'm going to Aruba, I get to bring back $100 worth of cigars. No, you do no, not. No, you do not. All right. You have to actually go to Cuba to get the Cuban cigars. Exactly. Okay. U.S. institutions will be permitted to open correspondent accounts at Cuban financial institutions. And U.S. credit and debit cards will be permitted for use by travelers in Cuba. So the acceptance of American currency will now be allowed in Cuba via credit card or... Now, you talk about you. this is going to take a long time. This happened been, yesterday, and yeah. they already did this. Exactly. They've been working on this for yeah, years. <laughs> They're ready to roll. Yep. I go, they, I'm going to go with 90 days. Love it. They currently have an internet penetration of about five percent. That will be increased. <laughs> that will be increased as much as possible. The commercial export from the United States of communication devices related software for the establishment and update of communication. Yeah, say that five times. Fast. No, that means that they're going to have the internet, and these people are going to change their world. Yeah, real fast. U.S. owned or controlled entities will generally. 
be licensed to provide services to and engage in financial transactions with banks of Cuban nationals who have relocated outside of Cuba. And the president has instructed the secretary of state to launch a review and provide a report to the president within six months regarding Cuba's support for international terrorism. President Obama will participate in the Summit of the Americas in Panama, and he will do so for the first time alongside Cuba, and that's scheduled to take place in April 2015, which would be your 90-day window. Yep. Here we go. So they get that report to him within before they go in April. They come back from the April thing, and they say, you know what? Let's open it up. That's it. We're all happy. And I get a bell because I hit the 90-day thing, right? On, huh? on like Pong. That's what I got. I didn't get it on the Cigar Aficionado Cigar of the Year thing, but I think I got this one. And, again, I want to preface that, but I feel for the people that struggle through the Cuban thing. My, my hope and belief that would happen here is it would help the Cuban people, not the country, screw them, mm. but help the people of Cuba. Listen, they're, 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 they're impoverished. Yeah. They got nothing. Help, help them out. So we asked, we asked the Padrones on what the opening up of Cuban tobacco would be. Um, you know, how would it affect the, the industry from a manufacturer standpoint? You've been in business now for 31 years. Yeah. What's your take on how it will affect the industry stateside? Well, right at the beginning, everybody, uh, including people that don't smoke cigars, everyone's going to want to try a Cuban cigar because, oh, I got to see what that's all about. and it's, it's the best in the world. And I don't believe it's the best in the world, but I believe everybody's going to want to try it, um, including people that don't smoke cigars, but the people that do are going to dabble around in all the different Cuban cigars. By doing that, they're actually hurting the companies that exist in our store. Right. Uh, we, we say we have a few different kinds of Cuban cigars. They'll end up wanting to try them instead of, not in, in addition to, instead of yeah. uh, the ones that they're going to buy. So for a little while, it's going to hurt. But at that point, and George Padron is correct at that point, they're going to see that, wow, this Padron is way better than that, whatever it is. And uh, it's priced better. It tastes better. It is better. It's more consistent. Right. Uh, and, and that's another thing. Consistency, as bad as it is in Cuban cigars, it may get worse because you're talking about the United States, the number one nation for consumption of cigars. Period. Um, they don't make enough cigars to handle us to begin with. Right. So in order to do that, they're going to make it faster. I, I lived through the cigar boom. I know cigars were never as bad as they as ever as they were in the early 90s. They were terrible. What's going to end up happening also is the uh, expression Cuban sandwich, I think, is going to take on a whole new name. It's going to actually contain <laughs> Cuban tobacco yeah, at that yeah. point. And I think I think companies are going to be doing things, uh, you know, Villiger may get hurt because they, they have the export of the short fill, for example, and that short fill is going to become gold. It's yeah. no longer going to be the scraps that are thrown away. Cigar companies are going to take whatever they can get mm. to be able to in, put a little in. To say with authentic Cuban tobacco right. in it, even if it's a little bit or whatever, and they'll stop buying it. And they're going to want the tobacco, and that's how I, I feel the padrones. They want the tobacco, not necessarily they want. They want the tobacco, and they also want to be able to reach out to their family members that still live in Cuba yeah, and Cubans, be able to bring them up yep. another level as far as the quality of life that they have. Yeah. All right, let's take a peek at the best tweets of the week. The best tweets of the week are brought to you as they are each and every week by Recluse Cigars, the cigars that were built on social media. It's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigars that were built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor 
try a recluse cigar today. These are the best tweets that I saw all week. Always check the height of nearby ceiling fans before giving toddlers rides on your shoulders. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm not done yet, Chuck. Okay. <laughs> How I came across this nifty little tidbit is none of your business. Uh -huh. All I'm saying is you have never seen me crying and eating tacos at the same time. Make you happy? They do. I love yeah. tacos. Iron Man is a superhero. Iron Woman is a command. Wow. Wow. It's I not very debonair of me. I don't, get, I don't no. even get it. Iron Woman. Oh, Iron Woman. Pay attention. Uh. <laughs> I'm so patriotic that I urinate red, white, and blue. Oh, God. I'm not done, Chuck. <laughs> the doc told me it was pancreatic cancer. I told him to shut his commie mouth. <laughs> How to use a phone book. Sorry, this is the best tweet I saw all week. <laughs> How to use a phone book. Step, I'm not done, Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> step, <laughs> step one, throw the phone book in the trash. Step two, <laughs> look up the number on the internet. Today's social media segment was brought to you by Recluse Cigars, rolled N2 bar, the old Cuban way, for an effortless and perfect draw every, every time. time. What a mess. you got to give a copy of that to Chuck, I think. <laughs> yeah, really. He's just going hog wild with the symbols. You can't find the punchline. But, <laughs> but I hear Chuck has an issue with being premature. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. That's for the crickets earlier. Yeah, there you go. Now you're even. Next week, December 27th, the Cigar Authority's Top Light. This is what? Top Light. Through social media on basically Instagram, since I joined the Cigar Authority, since we do our top uh, list differently with the Contenders Pack, naming our Cigar of the Year on Super Bowl Saturday, yeah, we will do a listing of the top ten liked pictures on Instagram of cigar pictures. of cigars from people who follow wow, us. Wow! So and, it was it was them voting and not yeah, even and knowing they were voting, voting right? And you could tell some of the lesser brands get like. 80 some of the better brands get like 150 uh so it's as voted by people clicking like not knowing that they were doing that that's good ah. and um we have uh, also a recap of 2014 we'll tell you what happened in 2014 and um january 3rd even though it's winter up here and i i highly recommend it against it hanky kellner joint jr will join us live on the show he's actually coming up in the winter time uh, he's being in. The, he's going to be in the New York area. He said, "Let me stop down." So he's going to hang out for the day. Glad to have him. I hope it's a, a somewhat uh, warm day for you. But uh, I warned you. That's all I can say. You've been warned. <clears throat> and uh, also on that show, I am going to uh, try to give the state of the cigar industry address. This is something I've been doing for 19 years for myself, writing it just for myself to say uh, how the industry is right now going forward. I don't know how it's going to play out. I don't know for sure if I'll do it. I'm, I'm writing it out now. And if it seems to have anything to it, uh, I'll share it with the. Uh, well, everybody. maybe you could give us the crib notes version. Yeah. Just kind of yeah. shorten it up. All right. While you're enjoying life till its fullest, it's important to be debonair, more gentleman-like. And here he is for a debonair segment is gentleman Chuck Morrison. Iron you woman. Gentleman. Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. Gentleman. 
You wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Well done. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, one simple rule. Don't drink and text. The holidays are upon us. Wine and spirits are flowing. Remember to be a gentleman and don't mix booze with technology. I'm out. Here are some real-life examples of drunken texts gone bad. LOL, I just peed on a cat. (laughs) How about? That's the best tweet in a week. (laughs) Dude, I got a DUI. I was arrested last night. I know, buddy. I was there. Ah. (laughs) And last but not least, I want your foot in my face. Clearly, alcohol and texting or Facebooking or tweeting or any form of technology mixed with booze is a bad idea. It's just not debonair way. That's the Debonair Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question always is, gentlemen, are you debonair enough? I can't stop myself. I get I get a little glow going, and I just start texting and tweeting and Facebooking, and it's bad. Yeah, don't do it. Nothing don't good do come it. out of that. Nothing, Nothing good. ever, ever, ever. Gary Stein does it, too. I'm, uh, Gary I'm Stein al- does it. I'm always entertained by myself when it happens, but it's not <laughs> always that funny the next day. I always get that. What were you thinking? Yeah, I was drinking. Oh, I was drinking. I was at the. Usually it goes. Well, I was at the bar. I had. (laughs) I took it down. (laughs) Is it really ever down? No. Well, someone can screen capture that in a second. That's where that's where the auto spell might save you in those situations. I get I get in trouble with auto spell a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I auto spell doesn't even. Correct. I mean, I have no idea what the hell I'm trying to say. Yeah, it just puts a question mark Spelling. for the word. When Barry started, he says, you know, I don't spell well something. I said, you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. Yeah, when you ask Barry Stein to proofread something, you know you're in trouble. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, it's natural versus Maduro on the Padron 50. As we wrap up, what do we think of uh, uh, which one is the best? They're both great, both deserving of being in the top 10 of Cigar Aficionado. Um, it means a lot to them. They had uh, 50 years to get ready for the cigar. I'm going to say I'm going to weigh in first, if you don't mind, gentlemen. Uh, the natural I found to be a little stronger. As I started lighting it up, I got a little, a little knot kind of in my chest. It was really hitting me hard. When I lit up the Maduro, it went away. The sweetness, maybe the sugars on my lips from the, the Maduro, whatever it is. And I'm good with the Maduro. It's awesome. The natural definitely started off a little bit harsher for lack of better words um there was a lot more pepper a lot more spice but i found this cigar to have more complexity than the maduro so i would reach for the, the natural and leave the maduro for you well thank you sir you're very welcome thank how about you, you gentlemen chuck Morris? well i am i'm going maduro all the way uh very it's a nice full-bodied cigar but the flavor is just like you, you guys mentioned it's got that peanut buttery chocolatey uh we're now at the lower uh third of the stick here and it's just a flavor bomb this is a phenomenal cigar well worth the 25 dollars. yeah great cigar for 25 bucks and deserving of their 50th anniversary i don't know what this next cigar is going to be they uh, don't have samples of it they have no samples they uh, don't have a price really no and what are they calling it again 50th it anniversary 50th anniversary this is the family reserve 50 
the other one's the family 50th anniversary. I look forward to smoking it on the show since you've been so gracious to us. Yeah, I'm doing it. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're coming uh, with a big price tag. That's over a $400 show right there. <laughs> right. What are we talking? We're talking $5,300, I think. That's, that was $5,300 is the, the latest, the latest. number. Okay. For a box of 50. So it's over $100 a yeah. cigar. Over $100. Yeah. So, uh, hey, you only live once. We're doing it. Six bucks. We're doing it. Merry uh, Christmas. <clears throat> right. I was hoping to have it today. to actually light up today, but uh, we'll do it soon. Um, okay, next week we're back uh, live, um, and we're going to do the top likes from social media of our pitches out there. I'm interested to hear what it is. Uh, we'll give you a recap of uh, 2014 and maybe the state of the cigar industry address. We'll see uh, how that plays out. Remember, folks, this show and every show of the Cigar Authority is absolutely free. So I'm going to ask for your money back. There's no money back guarantees on this thing. It is what it is. For Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morris, and Barry Stein, I'm David Garofalo. Um, Merry Christmas, everybody. For Wrap those it out up, there. <laughs> Wrap it up? Wrap it up. All right. Let's uh, always remember, folks, when you're smoking your Padron Family Reserve 50, keep the lid end out of your mouth. Thanks for the great piece of advice. This is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, Stogie Heaven.